Are you waiting for everything to be perfect before you decide to enjoy life? Stop waiting. Start living. Welcome to Life in 22 Minutes with Scott and Becky McIntosh, where you will hear inspiring stories from imperfect people living life with courage, humor, and a whole lot of love, despite challenging circumstances to bring hope to your heart and a smile to your face in only 22 minutes. Now, let's welcome the host of the show, Scott and Becky McIntosh. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Life in 22 Minutes. I am Scott McIntosh, and along my side here is my wife, Becky, my co-host. Hello, everyone. And first, I want to embarrass my husband and say happy birthday. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Yes. He hates that. I do not like my birthday. So anyway, thank you, though. And uh, let's move on. So today we have a great guest. She is a good friend of ours. Her name is Jules Olson. And uh, we know her through the Speakers Association, uh, the National Speakers Association Mountain West Chapter, which is located in Salt Lake City, Utah. So anyway, welcome, Jules. Thank you. Thank you. I'm excited to be here. All right. And, uh, you know, there's just there's three things that we just absolutely adore about you. And, Becky, you start with the first one. Oh, I just you, have to narrow it down to three. Yeah, you have to narrow I'll do it down the, to three. The, the first, well, you already said. You know what, what, I, what I love the, the most about Jules is, is her smile. And her just genuine kindness for everyone. Well, that's two love, things. You can't oh. use them both in well, one because then that throws me off. Well, when I think of Jules Olsen, that's what I think of. She is just always so happy and so smiley. So those are two things. Uh, the third thing is that a license plate of yours, Abundance. Oh. Where did you come up with that? I have seven children. I have many, many blessings. I have lots of energy. So abundance yeah. is everywhere in my life. I've had that license plate through four cars. Really? It's, fi- it's finally on a Lexus. It started out on a minivan. Oh, nice. <laughs> I nice. love that. <laughs> Did you have all the stickers of the family members all the way down? No, no, I'm not one of those. Okay. Well, good to have you. So you're a life coach. And Let me you... tell you how I know you. Okay, let's hear that. Well, through National Speakers Association, but there was a time when I was working at UVU And I was in the Center for the Advancement of Leadership and in charge of bringing speakers. And I was given the opportunity to invite seven different speakers for a fall conference. And one of them bailed at about a week and a half, maybe two weeks before. I can't remember. But we do this six or seven months ahead of time. Right. So I call Scott and I said, "Um, can you come do your shorty short talk and and wow (laughs) these students, please? And you were so gracious and said, yeah, I would love to come. Yeah, that and, was fun. And you came for free. And I'm like, oh, my heck, this incredible, talented, just famous dude is going to come and talk <laughs> for free. And then, as a bonus, you brought um, Emmanuel Kelly. Yes. And he sang that singer from Iraq mm-hmm. and um, Australia, Australia. Mm-hmm. and and man, did those girls the fall kid. madly in love with him! So that yeah. was cool. And Scott and Emmanuel. Oh yeah, both. <laughs> oh yeah, no, I get I get that a lot. Yeah. But um, also, my cousin is Rick Iyer. So I'm sure you guys know Rick and Linda mm-hmm. Iyer. They're oh yeah, number one best authors. I did not authors. know that. Yes, I've been and following them for thirty plus. They years. are phenomenal. And they teach values, how to teach children values. And honestly, knowing your story and the way you love your children, you two are every bit as good at teaching people how to parent as they are. I admire you with all my heart. I'm so grateful to be in your presence. Well, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, because I mean, I mean, literally it was easy for us because we were sent all the perfect children. 
Oh, you know, yeah. and so it was just super, super easy. And, and go ahead, <laughs> Becky, tell them how perfect they were. Yeah, perfectly unique and perfectly stubborn and <laughs> perfectly, I will do things my own way. Yeah, yep, they that were perfect. perfectly family, the perfect children to be sent to us. Yep, that's, that's for sure. Yep. I, I have seven and three of them have done some real interesting choices and given me lots and lots of practice at um, learning some interesting lessons and letting them have their agency you're right yeah when you have a big family you just get that yeah we have seven and you have seven that's awesome okay with a solid foundation of over 10 years of experience jules founded seeds of awakening life coaching with only one goal in mind help people change and move forward jules olson is a dynamic coach with a contagious enthusiasm for life she finds great joy in helping people make peace with the past face their fears, overcome difficult challenges, and move forward with the power to live mindfully. I love that. Can you tell us about your life coaching and how you got into that? Okay. So life coaches are different than counselors. Counselors go to school for years and years and years, and they learn how to deal with hard stuff like sexual abuse and personality disorders. I mean, they are professionals. That's what they're called. And they know how to to help you. Life coaches have a different view. They believe that you have all the answers inside of you, that you're the one that is going to uncover your steps to heal and to have peace. And so as a life coach, my job is just to hold a space of love and safety for the person to just say all the stuff they want to say and dump it all out and go through it and find what's not working and why and make little baby step goals so that they can change a little bit at a time at their own comfort level. And they're the ones that did the magic. I just created the space and they made an appointment with me, but really they were making an appointment with themselves, a time for them to honor their sacred self and find out who they really are and become their best self, their authentic self. It's a very rewarding thing. That's cool because they know themselves better than anybody else. So why wouldn't it be just make sense that they could be the ones that could uncover the ways to fix themselves? They just don't understand how to get out from underneath all of it. How how do you help them get out from underneath it so they can think clearly? Yeah, people don't like to be told what to do. Right. They're like rebellious. Oh, yeah. So sometimes when a counselor will say, do this, this, and this, and you'll be just fine. This will help you. They're like, I'm not going to do that. And so this way, they're the ones that have decided, I'm going to change for me. So Marianne Williamson is one of my mentors, and she says something like, once in a while, she'll see somebody and she'll look at them and think, oh, what I would wish for you is that you could be an alcoholic. And you're like, okay. And she says what she means by that is that then instead of being mildly miserable, they could they could be horribly miserable, wildly. Their life would not work at all. And they would have to be forced to find out what their issues are and their problems and work through it. Because sometimes we have to have the world fall apart before we can move on. Right. Right. I understand that. I was listening to uh, Tony Robbins this morning. I was telling Becky about it. And he was talking about Art Berg. Uh, Do you know Art? Yes. Art's a wonderful man. And anyway, we go way back with him as well. And so 
uh, Art, when he had his accident and became a quadriplegic, he looked at life and he said, you know, before my accident, I could do um, 10,000 things. He says, now I can only do 9,000 things. He says, but before my accident, I was only doing 500 of the 10,000 things that I could have done. So now I'm going to do more. And then he just extended and became amazing because he wasn't using his full potential. And that's, that's neat that you can get in there and, and, un, and tap people's understanding to, to realize what they can, what they're, you know, what's the word? Uh, what they're uh, not accountable for, but what they can do, what they're, what's inside of them. That's pretty amazing. Their potential. Their potential. That's the word right. I was looking yeah. for. Thank you. <laughs> I'm just learning English, so thank you. So. Well, I've been through some really rough things, and that's why I'm where I am. What are some paradigm shifts that you've had that are some things that you know now that you didn't know, let's say, 10 years ago? Oh, so many. So, so many. I've been through some really dark places. And for a long time, I felt really miserable and invisible. I started thinking, if I can just endure to the end, then I can die. And then God will wave his magic wand and everything will be all better. And after years of feeling this way, helpless and hopeless and trapped, I did hit rock bottom. An event happened that required me to wake up and make some huge changes in my life. When life rips you apart, that's when you learn the most. I've come to understand some pretty amazing principles that have greatly affected my daily happiness. And I feel like I would be selfish to not share them. I've, I've learned that the past is the past and you can't do anything about it. That it's dry cement. The future is like wet cement and you can shoot an arrow into it and you can work towards it. And by the time you're at that place, you've accomplished so much more because you planned and you changed your thinking and you changed your feelings. So that's what I do now is I don't do anything about other people's decisions because I don't have any control over that. I don't do anything about the past because you can't change it. I, I set goals and I give myself little rewards. Like when I do this little step, I'm going to go get a Jamba Juice. When I do this little step, I get to go get a Dove chocolate bar. <laughs> or I get to nice. take a nap. Or I get to read a book for 20 minutes. Or So I reward myself every time I take a baby step. Because I, I lived a long time doing wrong behaviors that brought me the negative results that I was living in. So that picture that you have of me doing the dancer yoga pose. That was taken just a little while after I dug myself out of that very deep, dark hole. And it represents my awakening. And now I love life. And as you guys said in the beginning, you can tell I am not that person that I used to be. Oh, you're this happy... You're just amazing. You're always (laughs) just sparkling. So that's pretty cool. Haven't always been like this. You haven't always been that way. No. I'm comfortable in my own skin now. Right, right. It's pretty cool. You match your name, Jules. You live up to your name. You you. sparkle. Thank you. I'm comfortable being fabulous. Mm -hmm. There you go. I couldn't have said that before. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. So was it a a bout of depression? I don't want to dig too deep if you're not willing to go there. But is it were you just in a bad place? And interesting that you would ask that, though, because those that are listening, they the ones that are in that place where they kind of hate the world and hate themselves and they see no way out, they're trapped, they know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. 
you get there for all different reasons. Right. There could be addiction. There could be abuse. There could be depression. There could be all sorts of things that are happening in their lives, but the results are the same. You don't love your life. You hate every day. And then you have to figure out how to get out. Well, it's really difficult to uh, love anybody else if you can't love yourself. Right. Yeah. And so, I mean, I don't think it can be done. Well, and it's funny because we get the life that we have because of the choices we've made. So when we realize that we're responsible for where we are, then we also get that, oh my heck, I can make a different choice. I can do different things and I'll get a different life. Yes, I'm going to do that. And so I'm not saying that I'm perfect or that things are just hunky-dory and I, la, 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 happy all day, every day. No, that's not where I am. But if my name had letters after it, I think the letters would be CSF and WIP. And CSF would be come so far. Oh, nice. And WIP would mean work in progress. Oh, I love it. I still make lots of mistakes. I get triggered. I fall back into old autopilot negative behaviors. But I try to be gentle with myself and focus on my progress instead of perfection. And that's why I love being a life coach. I love sharing that with people. Well, it's nice that you've been there. It's it's hard to uh, to lift somebody else up and, and tell them what they need to do if you don't haven't ever experienced no empathy yeah yeah and hadn't experienced what they've gone through so wow that's that's impressive um, to love yourself again enough to get out of the muck wow good for you Thank work you. in progress or work in yeah work in progress yeah. whip yep, there you go yep. <laughs> I recently heard a story of a family that was moving and two brothers ended up driving the U-Haul truck to a new house and the clearance on that particular truck was just 14 feet and they came to a bridge that had a low clearance sign telling drivers that the clearance height was just 12 feet 6 inches and the one that was driving looked to his right and asked his brother, do you see any cops around? Um. <laughs> yeah, that's that's going to help. But, yeah. Okay, so whether you get caught or not, that's so not the point. Right. Laws or boundaries are meant to protect us. And you know the rest of the story. You know what happened. The whole so, top of that truck came off. Yeah, so when we don't get principles, principles of truth will hold no matter what. I mean, gravity is going to work every day. Right. So that's why if we don't have very many tools in our tool belt... We're not going to get real good results. Um, Kimberly Giles is another one of my mentors. She teaches. Oh, is she? Oh, she was. Else? She was a guest on our show, and I she is amazing. That woman. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So she taught me something that has shifted how I look at everything. She taught me that life is a classroom instead of a test. So if life's a classroom, can't get it wrong because we're here to learn. So it's like being in math class and you write the, the teacher writes the problem on the board and you go up and you try to solve it. Oh, shoot. You got it wrong. You were a math addict. Okay. You, you erased <laughs> the board. That one didn't work. Erased, yeah. And then she writes the problem again and you come up and you try. Oh, you didn't get that one right. It doesn't matter how many times you mm-hmm. mess up. If you're learning, you're progressing and we're here to learn. So if we just realize that everybody around us is learning and just love and accept them, we're all equal. 
life is a classroom. It's not a test. And I love that. It frees me. Right. Even your bad choices and your good choices, both of them lead to your education instead of having to be beat up and, and knocked down and, oh, I got a bad grade and I can't pass this test. It's, it's not. It's, it's something that just continues to learn every day, even if you make a bad choice. As long as you learn from it, then things work out. Have you, I, noticed, I like have you noticed that we're so judgmental of others? It's a cultural thing, mm-hmm. but I think people judge people all the time. Um, I have some cute daughters, and I called one that lives in Texas, and I said, Guess what, babe? I got a couple tattoos. And there was dead silence. <laughs> 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 Mom, what? <laughs> yes. And she says, Mama, where? And I said, Well, she says, Mom, is it on your ankle? No. Is it on your shoulder? No. Is it a tramp stamp? (laughs) Okay, if anybody knows me, this is a funny story. I said, no. Mom, where did you get tattoos? And so I I took a picture and I said, I'm going to send it to you. And the funny thing is, is that my other daughter that does have tattoos was with me. So she was tripping out the whole time. She's like, okay. (laughs) And I, I said, sweetie. I got my eyebrows tattooed and then I sent her the picture and it was so funny. But sometimes Mm -hmm. we judge people so fast and we don't, it has nothing to do with the truth. Yeah. And what if I did get a tattoo? You know what I mean? Right. So anyway. That's, that's funny. (laughs) (laughs) But when you change the way you look at things, the things you look at change and you do, you begin to see people and situations and circumstances differently. Just takes that little bit of the paradigm shift. And nobody's better than anybody no. else. We're all just a work in progress. We're all doing the same thing. Byron Katie says a really interesting thing. She says, when I argue with reality, I lose, but only 100% of the time. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. So if you're in a crappy marriage or if... You know, you just lost your job or whatever. Your doctor, you have a heart attack and your doctor says you have to only eat raw foods. Whatever's happening in your life, what is, is. Accept what is. And then you can move on from there. So right. don't don't judge people around you. Don't think you're better than them. No, you're all doing the best you know how with the tools you have in your tool belt. Absolutely. Focus on the things that you can change and not worry and have anxiety and be focusing on the things that you cannot change. I heard of a, a study done, and uh, most people, you know, they just said, what would make you happy? And it was a very high percentage that said if they won the lottery would make them oh, happy. Word. And it's been proven over and over that those who win the lottery five years later are in a worse place than before the lottery because um, they haven't progressed. They haven't moved forward. And, and it's just Life, we need to have these things, that, these circumstances that hit us in the face, that make us better, that make us stronger, that make us more powerful, more understanding, more forgiving, more everything. You know, if we don't have those little things that get in our way that we don't want, that whenever we're through them and we realize how much stronger we are, what a blessing they are. And so you're saying that by dealing with life, there, life's going to keep coming at us. It's how we react to those things that come at us that's going to make us stronger and better. Yeah. So I've been single 10 beautiful years and I have seen people come in and out of the singles world three or four times. Like they get married over and then they Mm -hmm. divorce and then they get married again and they get divorced and they come back to the dances or whatever. So you see them go in and out and in and out. And I think they don't get it that they, if they don't fix them, Mm -hmm. they're just going to get a new man 
no, they're just going to get the same man right. in different pants. You know, it's just because they have to solve what they're bringing to the relationship or they're going to keep attracting the same attracting people. This. Yeah, yep, I agree. We are rapidly approaching <laughs> 22 minutes. Great. Do you have a final message that you would love to share with the audience? Yeah, I love my morning routine in my morning routine that has helped me to become more positive. So there's different affirmations that I say and some of them even have actions. So if the people listening are willing, I want you to stand up. Okay. And now open up your arms. Open your arms. We're going to do it right here. We're doing it. <laughs> this is one of my favorite ones. I say about 12 of them, but this is one of my favorite. So I open my arms like an upside down umbrella and I say, I am open and receptive to all the good and abundance in the universe. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Here we go. I, I am, am open and receptive. Receptive to I almost said accepting. Receptive. <laughs> to all the good. To all, all the good. And abundance in the universe. And abundance, and abundance in, in the, the universe. universe. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Thank, Thank you. Heavenly you Father. can change your life. That's awesome. That was a doorbell because we are here around our <laughs> dining room table, and I usually have a little note that says recording, and I didn't put it out there. But let's just wrap up here, okay, and we'll get that door. So I have gone from a mom who didn't work outside the home for 23 years to providing for my children and working a full-time job that I love. And I love to teach my clients about abundance, and so that's one of my favorite affirmations. Other things that I teach my clients are how to set some goals and guarantee their results, how to make a bucket list that focuses on what's most important, how to set boundaries, how to be self-nurturing and loving to themselves, how to be your own best friend, how to overcome paralyzing perfection. And I just believe that if we will take one step at a time, we will get to where we are meant to be that we can be our authentic self and nobody else can tell us who we're supposed to be. You're supposed to be who you really are. And that's the very best, most beautiful person you could ever be. Thank you so much I for having that. me. So thank you so much, Jules, for being on our show and gifting us with your presence. Thank you very much because every person on earth is a repeatable miracle. Thanks for listening to Life in 22 Minutes. If you liked what you heard, Tell your friends about us and please subscribe to us on iTunes and leave a review. Your review will help us to broaden our audience. Until next time, don't wait for things to be perfect. Get out there and live life with courage, humor, and a whole lot of love.